Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Woody and Wilcox Show. All right. So um, maybe you were with us yesterday. Um, maybe you weren't. But I want to play a call and then we'll address it. This came in after the show yesterday. I will be 40 in a couple months. I cannot name you one hollow notes song if you played a couple songs and asked you which one was hollow notes i could not answer you unless it was the one that interrupted the nightly news now before you judge me better or worse than never seeing shawshank i'm gonna be 100 percent honest it is worse um i know i should see shawshank i get the rub but um not knowing a single hall and oats song is worse especially if you're a 40 year old uh there's a giant chunk of his life that he doesn't know is missing i'm going to agree with you on I the whole i thing. wasn't going to go that far giant but I... chunk of his life so he referenced this though that's where nbc's andrea mitchell is standing by andrea what has just happened that is indeed hall and oats and not andrea mitchell we have plugged into the sound system in the room let's go across the state to oh i'm being told we're going to try andrea mitchell again andrea again hall and oats let's go to raleigh yeah think where that would have been i mean if uh if what's his name williams brian williams hadn't known hall and oats he wouldn't have even known how to do that so just that alone changed his life obviously for the better um and i will say uh and i think you would know by the way um hall and oats songs i'm not really sure what their biggest hit would have been this would have been one of them or this one how do you not know a song called Maneater for crying out loud? Woody's nickname in college. Right? I could go on all day because, as I mentioned yesterday, the most successful band of all time, which I was proven wrong about. However, they were 18th on the list of artists of all time in terms of top 100. So maybe I said they were number one. Maybe they're 18. But still pretty solid Mm. they were the most successful duo of all time that was the catch there so in your face simon and garfunkel they had a number one hit the week i was born and so i grew up knowing that fact so i've always known hall and oates you can thank my mother there it is boom john lennon and paul mccartney the most successful duo of all time nope that's not a duo they were part of the beatles Beatles impression am i paul or am i right so, 704-FEZ-3200 or the uh, talkback button on the iHeartRadio app. Also, a follow-up. We're always kind of fascinated when somebody has been a longtime listener and for some reason something piques their interest and makes them actually call in. And we had a woman yesterday who had listened for three years and finally uh, called in. She's back. Hi, guys. This is Becca. I'm the girl that called 
for the first time in three years. Um, it was a shock of my life hearing my voice for the first time on the radio. Um, but I just want to give you another call and tell you guys thank you so much for all that you do. Um, I'm 21 years old and I live in Spokane and I work for my dad for a small window tending company, family owned. And we listen to you guys every day and he's the reason why I even found you guys and you make our days way better. Oh, hang on. The end was really critical, and it wouldn't make sense that I... Thank you again, and Woody, you suck. Wow. Dad really bringing the youth along. Wow. So, in case you were worried, Chelsea, I know occasionally you feel like, I don't know, are we really doing what we've been called to do? Mm-hmm. And now you know the answer is At yes. At least for 21-year-old Becca in Spokane, so, one person. teaching uh, the youth one at a time. Mm-hmm about Woody and whether he does or doesn't suck. So, lots to get to today, and one of those things is a solid reason for you to get the day off, and we'll get to that coming up next. The Woody and Wilcox Show. What up? What's going on? What's up, G? So, there was a uh, winner, and it was a singular winner last night in the Powerball, which, by the way, was the second largest Powerball jackpot ever. And unless you or someone you love very much was in California, it was not you. Mm. So don't pull over to the side of the road and disrobe and just quit. I'm currently Googling this, so I'm not expecting an answer. Didn't California win like the, recently? Like the but, past couple times? But did we? Did anybody come forward to claim it? I don't know about the claim part. Oddly, I do have the previous information. And as a matter of fact, the last four Powerball jackpot winners were in California. Um, conspiracy. Three times ago, though, they did share there were multiple tickets. So it was California, Florida, and Tennessee in 2016 when they won $1.5 billion. You see, I see one from July. The $1.08 billion was sold in Los Angeles, but... As far as I can tell, nobody has come forward to claim it. Right. That was yet. in July. But then there was another one recently in California. Remember that guy bought a bunch of very expensive property? That's right. What's going on? Five of the last ten were in California. Unacceptable. Well, I don't know if you know this. A lot of people. I understand So the that. odds Big are good. State. I mean, you know, if you were to gamble on which state was going to get the winner, I mean, you would be right in picking California. Yeah. Right. If you're laying money on Wyoming, you've got a problem. But what are the statistics of five out of the last ten? That's I, I, what I want to know. But, I mean, it's about, I don't know, somebody help me. California is maybe a sixth of the country. Right. Somebody do the math on it's about that's about right, I think. Then again, I said Hall and Oates was the number one band of all time yesterday. <laughs> I don't so. like it, is what I'm saying. Okay, well that that is fine. Um and so it was more than they thought too. One point oh. seven six five billion. And so you get your choice, either the lump, which I know how much you love the lump. That's close to eight hundred. Seven hundred and seventy four point one million mm-hmm. if you choose the lump as a pre tax. Yeah. And then you can also uh, do the one that nobody recommends, which is choose the annuity option. It's almost like back in the day when on Wheel of Fortune, do you remember when you used to watch them pick prizes Mm. and you could choose to have it on an account or something? I never understood what that meant. I was 10. No one ever chose it. And the annuity option is the same thing. 29, you start by getting a payment this year and then it increases 5% each year for the next 29 years. Mm By which time you'll be deed and someone will have beaten you up to try and steal everything you have. You so want that lump sum to just sit there and make money on its own. Look at the big brain on Chelsea. Ooh, Doesn't know how big just... California is, but knows how to work financially. <laughs>
So, yeah. So that's it. There was only one ticket sold. Obviously, we don't know anything about it yet. As Woody mentioned, we may not know anything about the previous winner. But it seems like this is happening so frequently now. They do know it was sold in a tiny town called Fraser Park. It's an L.A. suburb, I believe. No, uh, up further north from L.A. I want to say like right by the grapevine, for those of you who know Interstate wow. 5. Maybe we should do uh, a podcast where we just name towns in California. Right. That'd be fun as well. Um, so let me make sure that since you didn't win the lottery, you can get some sort of legitimate uh, day off. Celebrating a pretty big birthday today. Does anyone know the name Kirk Cameron? Yes. Oh. How old is Kirk Cameron today? He is 54. 58. Not bad. 53 is the correct answer. Of course, Mike Seaver on Growing Pains, and we know that. Why? And now, Larry King says the word boner. Kirk Cameron played Mike Seaver on Growing Pains. Andrew Koenig was his pal, boner. That was Larry King saying the word boner. 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 Kids, there was a time when old men on national television shows just said boner. And uh, we've grown out of those times. We've mm. moved forward as a society. As I like to say, we live in the greatest time to be alive, although the abolishment of that is not really one of our shining moments. So go ahead and see if you can't get Kirk Cameron's birthday off or maybe his pal, Boner. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Just a couple of days ago, we were telling the story about the woman who was a school bus driver and had been nearly arrested and was fired for drinking a White Claw while driving the school bus with kids in it. And the excuse that she used was that she didn't realize that White Claw had alcohol in it. And you may remember her uh, sort of uh, passionate plea as uh, the media interviewed her. I've been crying, crying. I can't even have more tears for just a mistake. It was a mistake. For the people like me, they don't drink. How they get it all? This is how they like it. Um, so what do you think the follow-up is to this story? Remember that also she was going through chemo, mm-hmm. so she claimed that she couldn't taste things the same, and obviously she was working while going through chemo, so there's all those elements of it. Please tell me that it, this, the school district pulled its head out and was like, we can't just have a zero-tolerance policy. We recognize there are different situations, and we're giving her her job back. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, that is not one of the things that has happened in the aftermath, or at least not yet. Did um, someone start a GoFundMe for her? Look at the big brain on Chelsea. This is where America steps up. I believe she was being truthful. Though many, many others do as well, including the 736 people who have made donations on her GoFundMe page. However, when you think about the things that we hear about, around the country that people then jump in and want to help out with. They've raised $21,268 so far for this woman. So while it is, I mean, a heartwarming thing that America, and by the way, if you go to the GoFundMe page, you'll see, you know, paragraphs that people have written. You know how you can write something if you Mm -hmm. want when you make a donation. Mm -hmm. Many times folks don't, but a lot of people did for this one, showing their support for this woman. And you've worked while you were going through this tough medical situation, mistakes happen, and blah, 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 as you were alluding to. And so they've kicked in money. Now, 
Is it anywhere near as much money as people kicked in, for example, when the dude was skateboarding listening to Fleetwood Mac? No, it is not. So obviously as a society, when we love people um, doing things that are above and beyond and they've been wronged, we kind of care. But when we, when you're really doing something frivolous that nobody cares about, that's when we really pour it in. Was there a GoFundMe for the skateboarding? I don't mean? know. He got a truck and he got a lifetime that, supply and he got a... That was, that was corporate. That was ocean spray. Yeah. Has White Claw stepped up? They have not. Not they that should. I know of. And you're right. It's the perfect opportunity for them. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, hey, if you're driving a school bus and you want to drink... White Claw. I mean, I'm not sure what White Claw would do about it because, again, not really something that they want to highlight, probably. Hey, if you're confused about whether we've got alcohol in our beverage and you're driving children, maybe have a White Claw, question mark? I mean, I don't know that any of those are going to be the way you want to do it, so they can't really jump in on that. I would have thought that more than 21000 would have been raised. She was a bus driver for 15 years. Right. That's incredible. Right. And I, you know, what are the things that usually happen from here? Either we're going to build her up and then you're going to find out she's a mass murderer. That's <laughs> We do that, right? We build someone up who we think has been marginalized and then we dig and dig and dig until we find something terrible. She'll probably throw out a first pitch at a minor league baseball game, but maybe she'll get bumped by a cat that had dialed 911 when their owner's house caught on fire and they'll have to battle it out on the field. That's sort of the way this works. Or maybe it turns out, remember that dude who worked like 28 years or 30 years at a Burger King, never called in sick, and they gave him like, you know, a movie ticket and a lanyard. Yes. And then the the world responded and raised half a million dollars on GoFundMe. This is going to take some time. 27 years, never called in sick, was rewarded with a plastic drawstring backpack, a Starbucks cup, and a movie ticket. Thank you, Burger King. What's wrong with that? It sounds made up. 27 years! What kind of lanyard or lanyard would you receive from your job? I don't even understand what that means. Would it just say 27 years on it? Like what, <laughs> what would it be? Is it like a, if it was like a pass to get into every concert, you know, as a all-access deal, then right. you've got something. That's a that's the lanyard that I think most of you would look for. Mm-mm. Mm. Well, so I don't know where this goes, but obviously there is somewhat of a bright side to it. I mean, 21000 is better than a kick in the gizzard, but I don't know if it's going to really take care of her job. Um, well, you know, you're not going to retire driver. on that. She probably made what? That's three-year salary exactly. is where you're going with that? Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, sadly, you might be right. These cancer treatments are expensive. Yeah. So, um, I'll, you know what? I'll tweet this out so that you can uh, contribute if you'd like to and maybe find an address and, you know, you can send her a lanyard. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Well, March in the Carolinas means a lot of different things, right? The return of pollen. The return of nicer weather, perchance, or the return of colder weather, perchance. You never know. That's why you need windows from Window Nation that are designed to handle whatever the Carolina's weather throws at you and your home. And March is also bringing a great deal from Window Nation, where you can buy two windows and get two free with no limit. And you don't put any money down. You make no payments and there's no interest. 
for two years. That's happening right now at Window Nation. Call 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com. The windows come with a lifetime warranty. I think one of the best parts about Window Nation is you get that free, no obligation quote. And when they come to your home, they're not going to put that hard pressure sale on you. And it can happen quickly. They can install your windows in one day or less. Buy two windows, get two free, plus zero down, zero interest, zero payments for 24 months. 866-90-NATION, windownation.com. Tell them William Wilcox sent you to Window Nation. The Woody and Wilcox Show. We're a family here at the Woody and Wilcox Show, and when a family member has a problem, I think it's best to just bring the problem out, and maybe we can solve it. Mm. Um, my problem is, what what's going on with open bars at weddings? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry? I attended a wedding recently, and it was fantastic, except for one thing. The bar. Um... And if you've been to a wedding with an open bar and had a similar situation, or maybe you can explain what was going on to me, I would love it at 704-FEZ-3200. I got up to the bartender, and I asked for a very complicated drink. I wanted a whiskey. Neat. If you don't drink, that just means pour whiskey in a glass and hand it to me. Nothing else. The bartender said, can't do it. I have to mix it with something. And that sort of took me back because I have I've never been in that situation before where she told me to my face I can't give you just a pour of whiskey I have to put soda orange juice cranberry whatever mixer that she had there and I was like is the pour different like what? you're going to pour more in a nope I said can you mix it with ice and she said, nope, got to mix it with something. So I said, did you ask why? Because that would be obviously your question, really. And I, I didn't. It literally hit me sort of so sideways that I didn't even think to be like, well, why is that? There wasn't a sign that said, you know, no shots or no just liquor. It was just. <laughs> but to your point, if I order, I don't know, a whiskey sour, it has the same amount of whiskey. Correct. As if I poured that amount in a glass on its own. Right. It's just that there's other stuff in there with it. Which would theoretically take you longer to drink. So maybe the people throwing the wedding, the couple, decided that they didn't trust their guests to not get so drunk. Free, though. You say open bar. Yeah. So you're not paying for these. And these weren't like, you know, gallon jugs that they were. uh, To your point, Chelsea, yeah, there's more liquid in there, which might take you. These were small glasses, not like... Not even like a pint glass. So not a tremendous amount of mixer that you would slow you down to the point where you're like, whoa, I really filled up on cranberry juice and vodka. Right? And and so I said, how about whiskey with a splash of water? A splash. She's like, we don't have water. <laughs> and I, that's what I... Were you it, in the woods? No, I was not. Was a wedding? It was a wedding. Okay. And this was the reception. You know, I wasn't going up and asking the priest, hey, you got any liquor on you? Mm-hmm. And so I walked away dumbfounded from the open. I, I, I came back empty handed. My wife's like, what happened? And I was like, they wouldn't give me a drink that I wanted. And I look and I see a guy who's drinking a craft beer. I was like, well, I don't see anybody else. I walk up to him. And I was like, where did you get that? And he's like, 
Uh, I was in my car. I brought a cooler. <laughs> well, that's a different topic, but yes. <laughs> I was like, so he had a I am unprepared. Up. Well, you should know you always bring a cooler to a wedding. But you hear open bar and you think it's going to be like a normal open bar. And what, what he's describing, I've never heard of. And you've worked at a lot of restaurants yeah. and bars. Mm-hmm. I understand like it, it giving Chuck E. Cheese even gives you like tickets because you can't have drinks so quickly. So I could see them doing that. It's an open bar, but you can only have two per hour or something like that but this is mm. one i've right. never heard of but even then like give me the drink that i want right that's what i'm saying but i but at the heart of it what are they trying to achieve that's that's you're making an assumption and i don't maybe that's right although it sounds like some of the dumbest sort of archaic liquor laws that we hear about come mm-hmm. to life it doesn't make sense were you in right, a- there was a time in South Carolina where if you ordered a mixed drink, they had to hand you an alcohol, bo- like the airplane, airplane bottle. bottle. Yeah. Because that'll change everything. Some of those laws were crazy and still are in some places. What are they trying to achieve? You're making an assumption that it's, well, people will somehow get drunker. Who we'll knows if that's what it is? I know. But Maybe they they're don't. trying to save money somehow, but giving somebody extra ingredients doesn't seem like a money saver. I feel like it's either some weird Bible Belt law that, like, when the sun's at a certain point, they can't serve just shots. <laughs> but Woody's been to weddings we all have in this same area, so it's right? not a law okay. for the area. Well, then it's either the decision by the bartender who's just misinformed or just wants control, well, or it's a decision by the couple for some reason. Could be the venue, I guess, too, where they're like, we don't serve shots here. <laughs> I, I Look, I'm guessing... You don't ask enough questions for my life. Look, I was excited about an open bar. And when this hits me, T-bones me at the intersection of reception and drinking time, I didn't have my faculties about me to ask the question. Chelsea, I can't believe it's taken me this long to come to this. What we didn't suggest was... It's just Woody. It's just Woody. It's just Woody. Mm -hmm. It was not just me. Because there were other people who were like, like like-minded individuals who were like, I'll just have... You know, a whiskey on the rocks. Nope. No, you will not. Not at this reception. <laughs> to which I thought I need to carry a bottle in my car and a cooler. <laughs> 704 Fez 3200. If you've ever, if you could explain it, I would love that. Or other things that have had happened to you at an open bar where you're like, why? <laughs> what other things, things would have happened to you at an well, open bar? Well, when I bar? said, can you just put water in there? And then she's like, we don't have water. But, well, I mean, theoretically, right? If it's a, one of those mobile bars and they've just put it up in the middle of a ballroom, they probably don't have plumbing. Um, you would think they'd have bottles. This but- was a venue that had, you know flush toilets i'm sure right, they had but water. you're not in the bathroom either when you're ordering your drink i mean I, I don't know that part doesn't seem as weird to me actually as the you can't have just a straight drink of something hmm. uh talk back button on the iheart radio app as well we're still not ruling out that it was just woody i don't know that i believe the answer but we'll see the woody and wilcox show If you missed the previous segment, Woody was lamenting a wedding that he went to recently where he said, I believe everything was great except for the way the bar was serving drinks. Mm. It was an open bar, which is fantastic. However, Woody wanted a whiskey neat. 
which, as he pointed out, if you're not a uh, drinker, that just essentially means some whiskey in a glass. And they were told they told him, no can do. Oh, we can give you whiskey. Just have to mix it with something. As much as you want. You want a double? Here you go. Just got to mix it. Now, Woody had never seen it before. I don't think I've ever seen it before. So appreciate those of you calling in. Uh, my wedding's in two weeks, so I've been neck deep in that planning process. Uh, our venue doesn't allow shots. We're not serving liquor to our guests at all because they're all barbarians. But since what you ordered was just straight liquor, maybe it's the uh, same type of rules. Hopefully that helps. Well, can you at least put it on the uh, invitation so that I can bring stuff in my car and be a, a civilized person out in the parking lot? So he's saying they his wedding in two weeks and there's a venue that says you can't do shots. So uh, that must be the same idea. I I can understand. And I've never that. I, I've never heard of that. I've but I will say it's I've been to a lot of weddings where there was an open bar, and a lot of times there's no hard alcohol at all. It's usually beer and wine mm. for the same reason that he mentioned. I guess partly though, it's just because it's expensive. It is. <laughs> that's sure. that's really the biggest stumbling block. But it's not like I asked for a shot of whiskey, right? Like just pour it in a shot glass, and I'm going to do it right in front of you. You can keep the glass. I was going to carry it around and sip on this whiskey. But they don't know that, nor do they trust you. Right. It is the same i guess from their standpoint yeah but if you're asking for it neat isn't that a different level you've asked for something just in a glass but same answer right they look one at of my, i'm sorry go ahead they look at you woody and they're like not to be trusted one of my good friends just had a wedding over the weekend and uh they had a cocktail hour with no alcohol and just cheese and crackers and some peppers and celery cut up into strips cocktail hour i have been to a wedding of course where there's no alcohol though rarely do they refer to it as a cocktail hour and then not have alcohol it doesn't make sense oh, i've been to one of those as well but that's they notified sna- you a snack hour is what that is they notified you beforehand there will be no alcohol and i said well watch this <laughs> <laughs> you have had a cooler before correct and was joined by multiple people in the parking lot who were like okay Guess who's no longer married? That's right. That you? That couple. Oh, oh, you're saying having no alcohol leads to divorce? Yes. Hundred <laughs> percent in my book. That sounds logical. Uh, I don't know how, but the Woody and Wilcox Show. If you missed it, there was a jackpot winner last night in the Powerball, and so 1.76 billion. It was one singular ticket that was sold, and it was sold in the state of California, which is, by the way, where the last four, I believe, if I'm doing this right, uh, the last four Powerball jackpots have been in the state of California. Chelsea believes there's a conspiracy theory. Mm. Uh, then there's also just big population. But if you're somebody who is planning to fund your retirement with that winning uh, last night, it's not going to happen. However, however, I don't know if you know, there's a Thursday night game in the NFL tonight, and here's where you're going to make your life savings. Right. Even if you, you can d- bet on Taylor Swift's <laughs> relationship with Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Oh. This is an actual thing you can bet on now. I thought you were going to hit me for being a Denver Broncos fan. No, I'm not. 
KC Denver tonight at KC. And you're right. You can bet on whether or not she'll be at the game at Arrowhead Stadium. That's just one of the many things that you can bet on. So while you may say, aren't we done with this now? And obviously the answer is, are you kidding me? Second of all, you may say, well, I'm done with this, Woody and Wilcox. And that's your choice. However, at least now there's a way to add intrigue to it. You know, we've always said, if you can bet on it, it makes whatever it is way more interesting. But somebody and knows. That applies to Taylor Swift. Somebody knows if she's going to be there or not. So why wouldn't that person just make some money? Yeah, I think typically with these what they call prop bets, there's a pretty strong limit. So you can't bet like $10 million on it. But it's more for fun. But it is real money. But there's other variables too, Chelsea. You can gamble on whether Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey will still be a couple for Valentine's Day in 2024. <sighs> Nobody knows the answer to that. (laughs) Will they still be a couple at the beginning of the NFL season next year? Oh, wow. So there's multiple levels of will they be a couple. Right. Will they end their romance before this year's Super Bowl? I can't believe that. I know what you're thinking. Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? Again, you can make money on it is the reason. More exciting than watching the Denver Broncos play. I will tell you that. I would agree with you. Yeah, there's not a lot of intrigue to the game. Ugh. Kansas City, a ten and a half point favorite. But once you add in the fact that you can, you know, fund your at least the next couple of weekends yeah. by betting on Travis Kelsey's girlfriend, who shall remain nameless, um, now you've got your whole life ahead of you. It really is, as I like to say, the greatest time to be alive. Uh, bet.us.com, is that it? That's one of them, yep. That's one of them. So you'll find it. I mean, you know how to Google. The Woody and Wilcox Show. I'm going to need some help with this headline. Wilcox, Chelsea, the headline says, Naked man found floating atop capsized boat in the Pacific Ocean. What would you? Okay, um, what would you like help with? Uh, well, and as soon as I saw that headline, you know how much I love a naked man floating atop a capsized boat story. I, I mean, click on the link. Just leave the naked man part, not only. No, not necessarily. Okay. Um, this dude was attempting to row solo across the Pacific Ocean. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those extreme athletes who can do something like that. However, he got into some sort of a storm. His boat capsized. He lost all of his clothes. He was able to stay with the boat, but wasn't able to ride it himself. So a serious emergency situation. He was found completely naked, badly dehydrated, badly sunburned, and was rescued. Everything's going to be okay. But I thought to myself, how do you lose all your clothing being overturned in a boat? I mean, are we sure that he didn't start out nude? Right. I mean, there's probably already been somebody who did this feat clothed so the only way you can break a new record is to do it nude and then there'll be a guy who's going to do it wearing just a thong and then there'll be a dude porky pigging and that way you can all have a record in the books i don't think that's how it works for this particular type of world record but i like the way you're thinking okay it's it's allowed for any person to just get in a rowboat a rowboat and try to cross the Pacific. Well, we have open borders, Chelsea. You're, you're about, allowed to leave. It, but is this the same guy who gets in that giant hamster ball and tries to cross the ocean? Uh, no, this dude's from Australia. So not the same guy in Florida, I'm, I'm guessing. Uh, he, they, he did send out a distress call, but when they showed up to find him, there he is. He's got, you know, not a stitch of clothing on. Well, Listen. that's why he was distressed. He 
came to and he was like, why am I nude? But if you're rolling, rowing solo, there has to be a story behind it, right? You're like, well, it was a weekend and I got bored. So I'm like, let me see if I can row naked. I mean, if you want the real answer, I'm going to guess that it's something to do with the heat stroke or whatever. I mean, I've seen the movie Vacation. You remember when they drove the family truckster off the cliff and then Clark walks through the desert and slowly goes nuts and he's whipping his clothes off. And at the end of it, he's only got his boxers on and his pants are tied around his head. That's what happens when you're exposed to a lot of sunlight, Woody. You know the vacation effect. I think maybe his clothes were too heavy and it was preventing him from swimming. This is prior to him getting on top of the boat. He figured that was better to face the sunburn issue than whatever was going on. Are you trying to put together a plan for yourself? Like, I want to be nude in the ocean and now I'm trying to come up with a plausible excuse. Is that where you're going? I don't know where I'm going with this. (laughs) I just, I have questions. Well, I'm like, because think about if you're an endurance athlete like that, you are by yourself for what? A couple of months in a rowboat. It's insane Trying to cross the Pacific Ocean. You're going to be like, all right, well, there's nobody else out here. Might as well do this nude. And then you stow your clothes and then you're like, oh no, the boat overturned. There goes my Lululemon pants. They were so soft. (laughs) I don't know. It's not one of those things where you can tie, maybe tie off the legs of the pants and use them as a flotation device. Right. Isn't that one of those things? Yes. Well, maybe it's that, and it had run its course. Maybe. I it mean, had run its course. Well, after a while, it probably doesn't work anymore. Your soft Lululemon pants get waterlogged, and you start going down. Well, you have to reinflate them, yes. Well, it's yeah. a good thing that this man was saved. Incredible story. Just on its own, the nudity aside, maybe there'll be an answer. That should be the first question journalists ask. By the way, he wasn't rescued by Coast Guard or by uh, any kind of military operation. Once his emergency beacon went off, a cruise ship that was nearby went over and found him. So a whole bunch of people got a show. (laughs) Correct. Well, at least you're alive. That People won't ever forget that Royal Caribbean trip. I still can't believe that any of this is like sanctioned or okay. It's if if anybody tells you I'm going to go get in a rowboat and just go across any body of water, let them know it's probably not a good idea. And you can point to this man now. <laughs> what about if it's just a local pond, Chelsea? Are you <laughs> even, okay with even that? that? Well, do you want to be nude in your local pond? Then go ahead and take that chance. Do I? Yeah, and the same rules don't apply to your pool at the YMCA. <laughs> right. That absolutely is frowned yeah. upon. But I think in the open waters. Once you cross over the international nude line, you're allowed to take off all your clothes. Isn't that a thing? Maybe. Right. So that far out. It's kind of like the Bermuda Triangle. Mm. It's a it's a section of the ocean where all dudes are nude. <laughs> they don't. You don't hear a lot about it. It's your favorite section of the ocean. <laughs> it's uh, so it's one of those things that is sort of more like folklore, but I think this <laughs> is proof that it exists. Your clothes get sucked off you in that section? Or we don't it... know. It's like the Bermuda yeah. Triangle. Things go mm-hmm. in and stuff happens, yeah. and it's the same with the nude triangle. <laughs> People get out, and all of a sudden, the next thing you know, they're nude, and that's the only way they describe it. Right. I remember nothing. <laughs> You've been there, right? Woke up naked on a boat. I've been there, too. That was called college. <laughs> Well, marching the Carolinas means a lot of different things, right? The return of pollen. 
the return of nicer weather, perchance, or the return of colder weather, perchance. You never know. That's why you need windows from Window Nation that are designed to handle whatever the Carolinas weather throws at you and your home. And March is also bringing a great deal from Window Nation, where you can buy two windows and get two free with no limit. And you don't put any money down. You make no payments and there's no interest for two years. That's happening right now at Window Nation. Call 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com. The windows come with a lifetime warranty. I think one of the best parts about Window Nation is you get that free, no obligation quote. And when they come to your home, they're not going to put that hard pressure sale on you. And it can happen quickly. They can install your windows in one day or less. Buy two windows, get two free, plus zero down, zero interest, zero payments for 24 months. 866-90-NATION, windownation.com. Tell them Woody and Wilcox sent you to Window Nation. The Woody and Wilcox Show. You guys ready for Halloween? No. Just what a couple do, of weeks uh, away. Well, what do I need to do? Should buy a couple bags of candy and uh, have it all ready? Mm. Do some practice trick-or-treating of your own? Practice trick-or-treating. Do I need to tr- practice it? I know I do. Okay. It's been almost a year since I've been trick-or-treating. Uh, I got yeah. a, couple, a couple of decorations up. I do need to get candy before it's not non-existent. Now, usually this time of year, you see the local and even the national TV news do something like, oh, it's America's most hated Halloween candy, which is, of course, what? Candy Uh, corn. Candy corn, unless you're one of my kids. Candy corn is usually voted the worst candy. Nice job, you guys. However, I did see something the most, what was the term that they used? The most troublesome Halloween candy. And I thought to myself, that's a unique way to describe Halloween candy. Well, that may be different than most hated. That's exactly what it is. When you say that, I think of like a Jolly Rancher that gets a little too warm, and then it cools off again, and now I can't get the plastic off of it. Oh, that's the least of my concerns, getting the plastic off. What about... But that is troublesome. That would fit the bill perfectly. But more troublesome for me, a candy I love, the sugar daddies, get stuck in your teeth so badly, I'm going to have to pay for dental work. Chelsea has nailed it. The dental issues people have experienced eating various Halloween candies that include crown damage, Mm -hmm. cracked teeth, jaw discomfort, and more. Jaw discomfort. (laughs) So in other words, someone is reporting jaw discomfort after having Halloween candy. That's correct. Specific types of it where you're like, man, this bit of honey is just working my jaw to pieces, and now I've got jaw discomfort. <laughs> you, right. Is that a 911 call? I don't I, think they probably would frown on that. I, I don't think it is. I think it's they pulled a bunch of dentists. Thank you for calling 911. Fire police or jaw discomfort. <laughs> you know it's Halloween. I got jaw discomfort. I can barely talk. So, by the way, Jolly Ranchers and Bit of Honey, along with the generic jawbreakers, the most dangerous candies for dental health this time of year i feel like you don't even see jawbreakers as much anymore because it's also a choking hazard uh yeah okay i would go with that sure i mean anything's a choking hazard right if you're doing it wrong way to go bragger (laughs) just just saying sugar daddy could be a uh a choking hazard too some the shape of some candy just lends itself to choking more than others Mm mm-hmm the uh, Halloween candy people love to hate outside of candy corn? Malt balls. No. Moth balls? Malt. Malt, Malt balls. balls. People said hot tamales and atomic fireballs are the ones that they don't want to see when they go trick-or-treating. I thought, well, 
doesn't that taste like Fireball whiskey? <laughs> well, the kids hard? don't know. Well, they you got to start them early. <laughs> that and Peeps. Halloween Peeps. I mean, Halloween Peeps exist, but no one's handing those out. There is a Halloween ca- candy that's kind of like Peeps, but it's not a marshmallow. It, it's more like if you were to eat the chalk that is on the side of a pool table. The circus peanuts? Yes, maybe that's it. Again, name a fringe candy. My youngest kid loves it. Mm. Just send all those our way. After you eat that, then you can use your mouth on a cue stick. (laughs) You'll be very popular in college. (laughs) Why do circus peanuts even exist still? They're awful. Mm -hmm. Because they're used as packing peanuts throughout the the rest of the year. It's just the excess. They'd color them orange and then you eat them. (laughs) Or your son does. Yes. So, So what are we supposed to do? Um, don't eat those unless you want to pay more at the dentist. Or and also stretch if, your jaw, yeah, that's <laughs> so a that good you don't one. pull it. Start exercising. Uh, it's you know a warning if you're going to be handing out these types of candies don't for be Halloween. The don't be the problem, right? Okay. Or are you risking lawsuit, right? Can you imagine if somebody came back to you and you're like, "You gave my kid a Jolly Rancher. You gave me jaw discomfort." I know you've heard that before, right? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he has not heard that before. <laughs> I mean, so people in a movie. People clenching their teeth so hard over your jokes could give them jaw discomfort. Mm. Mm. Laughing so hard that their face hurts. Duh. Keep trying though. <laughs> All right. You're well, getting you, there. You've got 19 days until Halloween. Okay. Get out there and practice. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Uh, pull back the curtain a little bit. We all, uh, Woody, Chelsea, I, and Cool Beans, shared a group text, or several, last night. And it was Cool Beans doing a screenshot of her phone. And the gist of it seemed to be that she had gotten a text that was intended for somebody else. First of all, Cool Beans, I feel like this happens a lot with you. Obviously, we covered the one where you were being scammed, and then you had like a texting relationship with a stranger for a week before we encouraged you to curtail that activity and she did but now she claims that she gets regular texts for a specific celebrity and she got another one last night but she'd never told us this before and so sends us this whole lengthy text that came in obviously for someone else not her and she said well this one's not a scam They really are looking for this guy. I get many texts and calls for him over the years. Yeah. And we've never heard anything about this. But for some reason, she decided to share this phenomenon with us last night on this group text. So I want to get into this. We're going to bring Cool Beans in. So lucky day for those of you that uh, are always clamoring for more Cool Beans on the show. And we'll find out who the celebrity is that she apparently gets mistaken for on phones all the time. And what she's done about it. We'll get to that next. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Cool Beans has joined us in the studio, and we'll uh, share why in just a second, but I appreciate your calls in anticipation. Wet mouth Dino, I'm not sure what you guys are about to talk about, but my mom got a new phone number when I was young. The day she got the number, we started getting about five or six calls a day from our local sheriff's office, landlords, debt collectors, other law enforcement offices around us in other counties looking for Randy S. They'd always leave a message. If you're Randy S., please give us a call. He was wanted for hit and run, theft outstanding warrants 
it took uh, about seven years for the calls to stop, and we'd get about four days. Seven years. And yet they continued with that plan. Like Randy was one day going to wake up and be like, yeah, I should call him back. <laughs> like w- seven years? Maybe today's the day that it's Randy. <laughs> How interesting is it, too, by the way, that the celebrity apparently that Cool Beans is being mistaken for is also Randy. So coincidental. <laughs> what is happening there? And maybe it's not coincidental. I don't know. So Cool Beans does a screenshot of her phone last night and sends it out on a group text. And I'll just paraphrase it. It's a dude from a sports management agency asking if she's doing good. And she wants to book. uh, This guy wants to book Cool Beans for a public (laughs) appearance and an autograph signing and wants you to be in the greater Boston area on November the 4th. I should have said yes and just showed up and been like, hey, I'm signing autographs. Well, <laughs> I thought that was a little uh, short on notice. Well, so the gist of it is then she follows that up and says to us, I've been getting mistaken for NFL star Randy Moss for years now. So what did you say when you received this text that you screenshotted and sent to us? Uh, I just told him that this was not Randy Moss. And, uh, you know, I understand his error as I've. So you did respond. I did because it was a professional person. You know what I mean? I looked him up online. uh, So I uh, I felt like I should respond and say, hey, this isn't the person you think it is. So, And he was like, oh, you must get these a lot. And I was like, yeah, I actually do. First of all, interesting that you've never shared it with us because you're right. supposed to tell your whole life on the radio. You, you know, know I know that. And I don't I don't know why I didn't. But I mean, is, is there amazing. any recourse for that other than just you going, I got to change my number? I mean, I don't even know. Who, who do you call or contact mm-hmm. for? Hey, I keep getting mistaken for Randy Moss. I have no idea. But the error is on his part. So I am not changing anything he's the one who sucks exactly (laughs) are you just saying that what do you mean the errors on his part no i've had this phone number for decades and this just started probably five years ago or so so it's on him i've given this way too much thought yes you have if it's been more than a minute yeah well i mean it's a mystery and i want to solve it i think we just we have to talk to randy himself it really isn't that big of a deal it's not completely random he did at one time maybe still does live in this area so i'm guessing your phone numbers are very similar and is he getting for the past five years texts and calls for you because maybe it's just as simple as um transposing two digits I don't think so because I've gotten all the calls that I I think I needed to get. No random calls, like, but are they? <laughs> but you don't know what you're missing. I'm not missing much. So, but I mean, I, I guess I hear what you're saying, Chelsea. But how many times are you physically typing in a number? Usually, it's just a contact. Once, right? As long as somebody right. corrects you, then you either change it or just dump the number. Yeah. And, and this isn't. This is like this. He's been okay. First of all. I don't know if it's the like real Randy Moss. First of all, I didn't know who Randy Moss was until he started getting using my number. Okay. Okay. Well, that's well, he was an too. NFL star well, for watch, quite some time. Don't watch football. Okay. So, He's a broadcaster. Um, and then he like it's not just text and phone calls. I get notifications when the power is out. At whatever North Carolina address he's at, um, telling me that, you know, oh, your power's out in this location. 
Right. So, and you said that sometimes you go to stores and you put your like number if they for ask your loyalty you, number. They ask you for your number and I'll say, I'll give them my number and they'll say, oh, are you blah, 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 Moss? I'm, I'm assuming his wife. I don't know. And I'm like, no, uh, they stole my phone number. So you need to put it back to my name. So, yeah. So, so when but he signed up, they for- don't have your phone number. I mean, that's that Who? doesn't happen. Whoever. Oh, there are the no duplicates. Poss- possible right? Randy Moss. There's no, I mean, I mean no, but it is Randy Moss. No, be, I understand, but because, I'm saying there aren't duplicates, right? Right, Does exactly. That Maybe this is a case of it. I don't know. That's why it's such a mystery. I mean, so, We're I mean, I don't him. know how to fix it. We're going to As find far Randy as like Moss. with the utilities company, I don't know how to fix it because I can't call on their account. And mm. he doesn't know when his power's going to be restored. <laughs> He's SOL then. <laughs> that one is more interesting to me than the texting and the calling. Yeah. So when he signed up. And that does seem like you might have recourse there. If you, you know, if it's the power company, somehow you could contact them and tell them, I've been getting texts about power being out and it's not me. You know, that maybe there's, I don't know what can be done, but. It's a different avenue than just calling the phone company. Somebody yeah. n- listening right now knows Randy Moss. I, I was invited to his boot camp by a listener. So there are definitely people who can get in touch with him. And that's what we're going to do today. I mean, I don't know. I don't I, I don't know not, what's to be done after that. But maybe he's know. like, I thought this whole thing was weird all this time, too. I don't know. Try to use my loyalty Points at the grocery <laughs> store. Some woman in Cool Beans is stealing all my gas like, dollars. Right. All my fuel points are gone. <laughs> it's well, one and, of the weirdest things I've heard. And he's missing out on a booking in November. So, mm, right. <laughs> right. How much are they paying up there in Boston? I know. I've gonna... never purchased those bagels before ever in my life. <laughs> I'm fascinated by so, that. Me too. I, I, you know, it is what it is. And then after I sent that to you guys, then a Another text came in. Is this is this Randy? how often is this happening? I mean, it doesn't. It happens. It happens enough where it, I'm like, okay, this is Randy. Um, this is for Randy. But um, I mean, every so often, five years, well, never two told in us. one night, never told us. Do you ever try to be Randy just to have That's some fun? I was going to try and go sign some autographs. Yeah, I played <laughs> in the NFL, and then What's I got you, a sex change. What do you think that reaction would be when you show up? <laughs> Man. Man. <laughs> Randy has changed. <laughs> I'm going to try numbers similar to yours, maybe with one with a different area code, one with two numbers transposed, and just reach out and see if, if I actually reach Randy. Talk about well, loose time. You're right, the one who complains really about people loose, with too much time. I want to solve this mystery. Gosh. I'm doing the Lord's work. Thank you. Well, I assumed it was just like maybe just the area code. They're putting in the wrong area code. But he had to put in his number well, with the power company. Thinks and with those, it's that area code and two. it's really the okay. other one. You know, mm. he's just... Yeah. Is he a He's very smart football player? I don't know. So Randy Moss doesn't know his own area code. Is what you you're know, saying. well, you move to a new area. You, maybe you assume that it's one, and then you realize, oh, it's the other one. Maybe you know? he had uh, no. some brain issues from being in the How NFL. Dare wow. you. Remember, you guys are going to meet, so yeah, be careful so what be nice. you say about him. All right, seven zero four Fez thirty two hundred. I'm fascinated by the other ways that you were confused for somebody else, and in this case, a celebrity. I mean, the texting and the calls is one thing, but going and having your frequent shopper number logged into the grocery store and getting tweets or texts about your power being out—that's a different level. The Woody and Wilcox Show. 
We found out in the last segment that Cool Beans, for years, has been getting not only texts and calls, but also other people reaching out, assuming that she is former NFL star Randy Moss. You know, just like you'd imagine. She's had it happen at the checkout at the grocery when they took her phone number and for the, you know, reward points, thought she was Randy Moss. The mind-blowing one is when his power goes out, she gets notified. <laughs> right. Make that make sense. <laughs> well, other things happen. At some point a few years back, I started getting calls. And it would be, hey, can I speak to Dr. Jimenez or something like that? And uh, I started Googling around, and it seemed like, there was a new doctor's office here in Goldsboro. One time, I got a call. Lady just started telling me about all her lady problems. And I listened. I, you know, she probably talked for a solid five minutes, extreme detail. And, you know, when she got done talking, I said, you know, ma'am, I'd, I'd love to help you out with those problems, but I'm not the person you're looking for. Good thing is she had a good sense of humor about it. At some point, I changed my number and I stopped getting those calls. I- well, a lot of people pay good money for that sort of talk. So, <laughs> I, I mean, say, you may have uh, traded in a gold mine there. Five minutes. Five minutes of detailed lady business talk is uh, something a lot of guys would be clamoring for. Quite spendy. I don't know what it's about, though. So I don't either, but I know guys, and they don't care. 704-FEZ3200 or the talk back button on the iHeartRadio app. It's not limited to your phone, though. Not trying to brag, but I got mistaken for being Woody the other day when I was at the burger shop and I was eating with my left hand, and then I changed to eating with my right hand, and they were like, it's him. He's the ambidextrous eater. Had to be with us yesterday for that conversation, and still not great. Right. So you're welcome. Thank you to James on the Facebook page. I moved here from uh, overseas in 2009, got my cell phone not long after arriving. 14 years later, to this day, I still get phone calls. I still get text messages for a lady named April Hayes. I'm assuming that she owes money to several people because it's not just one person or group or that's calling and texting me. Also, I was in Lowe's Home Improvement just a few months ago. Scanned my Lowe's card, and the name that came up was Susan. My name is James. You might just need to go ahead and change your name to April Hayes at this point. Right. But that debt. Mm. I had a feeling this might happen, Cool Beans. We may have solved it. Randy Moss is calling in. Oh, yeah, this is Randy Moss. I just want to let you know there, Cool Beans, that I have been getting a lot of your calls. The Build-A-Bear people call me like crazy. He doesn't sound like I imagine, which is interesting to me. But good to know that those Build-A-Bear folks are calling you, Cool Beans. You're just not getting them. Randy Moss is. 704-FEZ-3200. Talk back button as well on the iHeartRadio app. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Well, March in the Carolinas means a lot of different things, right? The return of pollen. The return of nicer weather, perchance, or the return of colder weather, perchance. You never know. That's why you need windows from Window Nation that are designed to handle whatever the Carolina's weather throws at you and your home. And March is also bringing a great deal from Window Nation, where you can buy two windows and get two free with no limit. And you don't put any money down. You make no payments and there's no interest. 
for two years. That's happening right now at Window Nation. Call 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com. The windows come with a lifetime warranty. I think one of the best parts about Window Nation is you get that free, no obligation quote. And when they come to your home, they're not going to put that hard pressure sale on you. And it can happen quickly. They can install your windows in one day or less. Buy two windows, get two free, plus zero down, zero interest, zero payments for 24 months. 866-90-NATION, windownation.com. Tell them William Wilcox sent you to Window Nation. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Appreciate everybody ringing in with similar issues to our own Cool Beans, who we discovered last night has been getting erroneous texts, calls, and other things where it's assumed that she is former NFL star Randy Moss for some reason. We don't know why. Same number, slightly different number. These answers are not clear, but it's been going on for years. And um, appreciate your similars. Um, when it comes to the phone call conversation, um, I actually have Arn Anderson, the professional wrestler. I have his old phone number. So I still get texts, phone calls um, for anything that happens in Arn's life. I'm made aware of it uh, via text or phone call from other professional wrestlers and people that were in that business. I've actually become friends with <laughs> Some of the uh, old wrestlers uh, via um, wrong number of phone calls. Thanks, guys. Cool Beans, that's your dream come true. Why couldn't you have gotten that one? We don't know a bigger wrestling fan than Cool Beans, so that's a that's a shame that he had to rub it in your face like that. Are you getting texts from old NFL players? Are you going to become friends with them, Cool Beans? No. Hmm. Think about that, though. If you reveal the issue to these erroneous texts, maybe you do end up starting a friendship. Yeah. 704-FEZ-3200. You know, much like uh, Wet Mouth Dino's story, uh, I was mistaken years ago for uh, another gentleman uh, by a creditor or uh, debt collecting company who called me for five-plus years asking for this person, and I kept saying, I'm not them. Stop calling me. Well, eventually one day I said, yes, I'm this person, and this guy started spouting off Social Security numbers, credit card numbers, medical bill information, and I was just kind of trolling him. I'm like, hey, man, let me hold some money. Maybe just help me pay for it. And the guy was like, you know, I was just messing with the guy. I forget exactly what I said. Eventually, I told him, hey, I'm not the guy, man. Stop calling me for real. And this guy got so mad. He was talking about how the phone call was recorded and the FBI was going to come after me. And I was like, it sounds more like your mess up, not mine. You didn't verify my identity, this and that. And he said I was going to go to prison. Well, here we are about five years after that, and I'm still at large. So TSA agents unite. <laughs> you are still at large <laughs> i'm gonna start using that more often at large that's fun where are you i'm at large <laughs> we have a similar number it's just one number off from charlotte ear nose and throat you don't know how many old people demanding an appointment demanding not asking, demanding an appointment. I don't know why we didn't just change the number, though. Because it was a nice number. It was an easy number to remember, and it was a nice number to have, but it was similar to it. We still have it, though. But we don't get as much calls now. I don't know what changed. All those old people died because they couldn't <laughs> go see the doctor. <laughs> Very stuffed up. Right. right. They're so stuffed up they can't dial the phone. <laughs> you have killed some old people, Leo, by yep. not responding to their demands for an Not asking. I'm demanding an appointment. <laughs> 
Well, I hope you can live with their blood on your hands, Leo. 704-FEZ-3200. There's the talk back button on the iHeartRadio app. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Cool Beans was talking earlier about now how for years she has apparently been mistaken for NFL star Randy Moss. Not in person, but mostly on the phone. So we think there's a similar phone number somehow. But interestingly, it's now extended to not just a weird text from somebody who runs some sort of company who wants Randy Moss to come out for an appearance. But she goes to the grocery store and uses her you know, points at checkout. And they think she's Randy Moss based on that phone number. She also gets texts about when her power is going to come back on Mm -hmm. because it's somehow tied to Randy Moss house so it goes a little deeper than some of these things um but there's also this situation that's come in yeah i get phone calls you know my wife's ex-husband thought it'd be funny to put my phone number with his name about his address trying to sell his house i get redfin and all these other companies call me on time ask me if i'm interested in selling his house but you know he died a year ago and he's burning in hell so i feel like i won that battle uh woody you don't suck i love you brother Thank you. I love you, too. (laughs) Right. It it can happen. Uh, That's not a mistake, obviously. Uh, But then it can happen in person. So let me first start by saying I look nothing like Peyton Manning. However, I was at an airport whenever I was still in the Army getting ready to go to uh, Fort Polk, Louisiana for training exercise. And this Jamaican guy just comes running over, really excited to take pictures with me. And as he's walking away, he says, I can't believe I met Peyton Manning. I don't look anything like Peyton Manning, so I was a little uh, little floored by that. Plus, I'm about like a foot shorter than, than Peyton Manning, but it, it made his day, so, you know, I, I guess it was a good thing. I don't know. Cool Beans, imagine if people were approaching you in the airport assuming you were Randy Moss in person. Mm. <laughs> Does, like throwing footballs at you. Catch this. I think that would be worse. So I guess if you're looking to make it feel better, that would be one way. Good morning, guys. I think that Randy Moss had a landline with that phone number that was connected to the energy bill years ago and just probably was never updated. And Cool Bean should call the energy company and have it updated to her phone number, which I'm sure is a cell number. I'm sure it's an old landline number. That's what, that's what I think. Have a great day. It's an interesting idea. I mean, it would explain why maybe nothing's changed and he's never sought to fix the problem. Or just shut his power off. Just have some fun with it and be like, turn the power off. I'm going with a different company. Probably this is the solid answer right here. Cool Beans is a fascinating human being. And that's it. That's correct. <laughs> that's true. I mean, 100%. That's the Woody and Wilcox Show. What percentage, Woody, Chelsea, of employed Americans love their job and would not leave the company for any reason? What percentage? Any reason? Seven percent. I was going to say five. Seven, both of those sound high to me. Well, of those seven percent, ninety-nine are very close to retirement. Well, that second half of what you just said may be accurate, but the answer is twenty-eight percent. Twenty-eight percent of employed Americans love their job. First of all. And if you just left it at that, would you buy 28%? Sure. I'm going to go ahead and call BS on that one. I, would, I wouldn't even call. I wouldn't believe that even. That it's seems than, too high. That's more than one in four. Thank Good you, job, Woody. Mr. Math. Thank you. <laughs> I, am I, I, would, I would believe the 28%, but 
unwilling to leave for any reason. Well, I mean, I assume any reason doesn't include like, we'll pay you $10 million to leave your job. No, I refuse. I think it has to be within reason, but still, it but sounds crazy to me. plenty of reasonable reasons that you would leave your job, even if you did love it. Look, you don't even need a reason to leave your job. <laughs> well, and I think part of the thing that's interesting, right, is that I think we continue to hear and, you know, you see probably examples in your own life, if it's not you, of people just leaving every job they get, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, the no- it's the new norm. We're going to have a new job every year or whatever it may be. And this would sort of, in my mind, go against that. Because that's, like Woody pointed out, that's almost 30% of Americans love their job and wouldn't leave. That seems ridiculously high to me. Now, you're right, Chelsea, about the retirement thing. They don't point that out per se, but it does say there's a huge difference between older and younger. Who did this poll? Was it somebody like the boss, like, do you love your job? And like people are like, no. yeah, yes, I, I wouldn't leave, leave for anything. <laughs> no. or even if you're not close no. to retirement, maybe you've reached a position that um, there's not as much upward mobility anymore. Because a lot of younger people, they go from job to job so they can get right. better and higher positions, more pay, etc. Hmm. So maybe now you're in a position where you're like, if I lose this job, there's not another one that I could Yes. Well, there's that, but also on the positive, maybe you like it now that you're older. You've finally worked your way into something that makes sense for you. Mm-hmm. And when you're young, you haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. Sort of saying the same thing, but not exactly. Yeah, people 55 and over, 42% love their job and would not leave. 42. Whereas if you're 18 to 34, it's less than 20%. Which makes sense for the various. I don't think it's just a different mindset, although that's part of it. But it is what you said. I mean, you know, theoretically, you may have worked your way into something that kind of works. Plus, you're like, I got to squeeze out another five years or 10 or whatever Mm -hmm. it may be. And so those those don't surprise me. But I think uh, aren't you sometimes forced to stay at those jobs because you're like, oh, the holidays are right around the corner. Then once the holidays are done, you're like, oh, Valentine's Day, I'm going to need money for that. And then St. Patrick's Day, I'm going to want to go drinking. Fourth of July, Arbor Day. I, I mean, I think that's I mean, what Chelsea said yeah. without saying it all based on holidays. Oh, right, maybe bigger reasons, <laughs> like where you live, your children, yeah. things like it's, that. I think the your same children. thing. Paying your mortgage, your bills, oh. your car payment. It's not just St. Patrick's Day is coming up. <laughs> I got to have a beer. I feel like that's Woody thoughts, I and think, it right. is accurate. I but... wanted to quit, but it's almost Arbor Day. <laughs> right? Now what you said? Correct. <laughs> I thought I was losing my mind you know for a second. Some of us love the planet, okay? <laughs> right. Yep, that sounds right. <laughs> so if you're just hanging on for the Arbor Day gifts, uh, I mean, you don't have to. There's been a lot of changes in the way people work. So um, I don't know if this is good news or bad news. I want to know what those jobs are that people love so much they wouldn't leave. Well, Do we know anyone? I mean, it may be everybody has a different, you know. It's a dog massage. That's what it is. <laughs> the Woody and Wilcox show. Mm. Mm. Cool Beans it. is nodding vigorously. <laughs> that you'd leave Cool Beans? Yeah. Or that you love it? <laughs> I mean, she's got to be crazy for what we pay her. That's got to be Randy Moss talking. That's okay. not Cool Beans. Right. The Woody and Wilcox show. Man, I am convinced it's the year of the recall. Did you guys see that Family Dollar is recalling hundreds of consumer products due to them being improperly stored at the correct temperature? But it's not like it was just in one place. 
It affects 23 states in the United States of America. Improperly stored at the wrong temperature from Family Dollar. That is correct. So, like, staplers and combs and things. Gonna get my bobby pins. Oh, wait. Were these at 83 degrees? <laughs> Something smells weird on this stapler. Did you keep this above 70? You, you know they sell more than right. staplers at the nope. Family Dollar. Staplers, combs, bobby pins. That's all they sell at Family right. Dollar. They should have named the store that. <laughs> You're right. It would have been so much clearer. Yeah, it's so simple. I mean, I don't think of them as selling a ton of perishable items. And I obviously, I'm wrong, I guess, because I don't think there's a rule about how warm your hammer is. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, you don't. if you've got a warm hammer... Hey, what's up? A, a lot of the stuff was... All right, uh, that, that's they do, fine. They do we, sell perishable items, but there's do. other things you don't want to get too hot, right. other than your hammer. I actually... <laughs> I want my hammer to get hot, I'll be honest. But some of it, I I don't know that it makes a ton of sense to me, because, yeah, there's a lot of stuff on here, like medications, like NyQuil okay. and yeah, that makes sense. That Aleve, but there's also other stuff, like fleet enemas. Oh, don't want that to be... Well, I don't want it to be too hot, but you don't want it to be cold either. Right. So there is, I mean, room temperature, I think. At-home marijuana test strips. I don't even know what that is. I I think it's to see if your kid is smoking the ganja. Yeah. Or if you are and you just forgot. Um, (laughs) Wait, what are we doing with these strips? I remembered to buy marijuana test strips, but I don't remember. I had a crazy night last night. What happened? Why am I picturing like the things that you hang down to catch flies? Is that what we're talking about? But it's for weed? No. What are you you doing with it? Pee in a cup. Yeah. And then you put these test strips in there. I don't like it. You're thinking of fly strips? Yes. I don't get it. Okay, that's fine. I, I think if some of these things get too hot, the the effectiveness of the product yeah. goes down. Even tests, you can't rely on them. Hemorrhoidal wipes. <laughs> they don't work anymore if they you get boiled. Mouth. You can't wipe anymore. I'm sorry. These I, were stored improperly. Yeah, I mean, anything that has a medication involved with and, it, I think we understand. And out of, uh, out of an abundance of caution yes. is often mentioned in cases like this. How does this happen? And where is this happening? Apple cider vinegar gummies, which I didn't even know was a thing. It is. Hmm. Is that also due to some sort of medication? Is that a... I mean, well, it's again, like well, the properties know. in them... The well, nutrients and whatnot. Also, it matters. What are we talking about? I mean, is it supposed to be stored at 70 and it was at 170? Then that's a problem for all sorts of things. Or is it a five degree difference? And that's still a problem. It's that would be necessary to understand, I think, a little bit. Right, Woody? All it says is they were stored outside of the labeled temperature requirements and inadvertently shipped to 23 different states. By the way, you can go to their website and there is a PDF that is eight pages long, single spaced of the items that are recalled. None of this makes sense logistically. And this is coming from my inside family dollar knowledge. That's right. Chelsea used to work there. Right. From Washington, Alabama, Idaho, Florida, Georgia, New Mexico, Nevada. You're like, 
What? They would have they would be coming from different distribution centers. So unless the manufacturer stored made all of these products and stored them improperly, I'm not following any of this, and I won't sleep until I get an answer. <laughs> well, great. I appreciate your stick to itiveness. You won't be awake for a long time. Between Randy Moss and Family Dollar, I'm going to be up for days. By the yeah, way, you are. this comes on the heels of just five months ago. They recalled bottles of Advil. They were stored at the wrong temperature. What and about the rats? Last year, they recalled a bunch of stuff because. of of rodents at their West Memphis, Arkansas You're supposed to store rodents at a certain temperature? Yes. Okay, I didn't realize that. That's why they make tiny jackets for your rodents in the winter and little tiny bathing suits in the summer. I didn't know they did that. I'll be honest with you. I didn't get the rat newsletter. The hardest part is getting them into those bathing suits in the summer. (laughs) Is it? Yeah. Well, the jackets are easy? Yep. Okay, I don't follow. There's going to be a cigarette joke in there. like, it just doesn't make any sense. Hardest part is getting them to light it. What? You said jackets. They have 16,476 stores across 48 states. Wow. They've really gone downhill since I stopped working for them. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't break your arm patting yourself on the back. I'm making a joke. Wow. We should have known when they changed their slogan to come to the family dollar and get your hammer hot. (laughs) We knew something was up. The Woody and Wilcox Show. So we covered a lot of bases today, including a lot of people didn't know, so I'm glad I was here to help. Much like the Bermuda Triangle, there's a part of the ocean called the Nude Triangle, where for whatever reason, people just get discovered naked. They're alive, thank God. Just nobody knows why they're naked. Once you cross, you know, there's like an international dateline. This is called the International Nude Line. And once you cross over it, off go the pantalones. Science is still working on it. Thanks to Woody, we discovered in uh, just in time for Halloween, there are troublesome candies. Troublesome. Right. And one of the problems with these quote-unquote troublesome candies is jaw discomfort. I'm just going to leave that there. You can grab the podcast for all the hard-hitting information there. We learned that Cool Beans is often mistaken for former NFL star Randy Moss. Usually not in person, although the jury is still out. Really, the bottom line to that was summed up right here. Cool Beans is a fascinating human being. And that's it. Yep, that is correct. 28% of people said they would never leave their job. 28. That doesn't seem right. For any reason. Right. We also learned you shouldn't be working today. It's essentially a national holiday. Kirk Cameron is 53 today. <laughs> Ask him about his banana. Huh? And now, Larry King says the word boner. Kirk Cameron played Mike Seaver on Growing Pains. Andrew Koenig was his pal, Boner. That was Larry King saying the word boner. 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 Tomorrow on the show, a uh, new batch of fun with football audio for you. Stuff that sounds uh, dirty, out of context. That is, if we all decide to make it in, if we're not still basking in the glow of the series premiere of the Frasier reboot. What is that on? Paramount Plus. 
I assume mm. that means it's streaming as of right now. Anything else you missed, you'll find it on the podcast. Follow along on Twitter and Instagram at Woody and Wilcox. Grab the free iHeartRadio app. Intern Dave, what do you got? Uh, another great show, guys. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. Everyone in this room is now dumber. Not for a second have I even dwelled on the fact that the show's over. I don't... Uh... It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. I don't uh, think about it. I, I try not to think about it, and therefore I, you know, don't. Why don't you stop talking for a while? Because it's a very healthy way to deal with something that is very, ultimately not that important in the long run. It's not, not, uh, not important at all. The Woody and Wilcox Show. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.